Recorded live. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Is that Carla and Chris? Carla and Chris. At least Chris. Is it Carla? This is Linda. Oh, hi, Linda. This is Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi. Hi, Lucy. Hi, Linda. Just the three of us so far. Oh, okay. <laughs> we usually have creeper enters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have to admit, when I'm not facilitating, I sometimes join a minute or two late, too. Yeah. Would any, would either of you, I should say, like to pray us in this morning? I will. Okay, great. Thanks, Mary. Okay, we take a moment in the breath to connect with Holy Spirit and to connect with each other. We open these lines of communication and love for divine guidance, for divine wisdom to come through. We are willing to have a healing. We know that all healing is in our mind, and we surrender any sense of separation and wanting to figure things out any sense of control and manipulation. We allow all of these to be put on the holy altar of divine love and we let them go. We release them. We accept the truth of what we are, perfect, whole, and complete. And we allow our minds to be wholly healed. In grace and gratitude, we allow it to be, and so it is. Amen. Amen. So it looks like it's just four of us. It looks like Leslie joined us this morning. Good morning. I'm sorry I was a couple minutes late. That's okay. (laughs) There's just the four of us, Chris and Mary and I and you today, so far. So far. So I think we all know the routine. (laughs) And I guess we don't have to say who we are or where we're from because we all know we're here. 
Yeah. Oh, how's everybody doing? Well, I just want to say, I think Jennifer has been on fire lately. <laughs> she has been, um, I don't know, I just thought Monday's class was great and Tuesday's class and just stopped playing small summit and Tuesday's class on the radio show. And I'm so glad she's our teacher. I have to agree. Very grateful. Yes, me too. I love listening to her on my way to work in the mornings. Yeah, I only wish I didn't fall asleep at the end of most of the classes when I'm listening. Oh, I know. <laughs> Tuesday I only made it to like 9.45, and then I'm like, oh, that's it for me. I'm going to sleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just, I, work has been going really good. I'm so so glad that I listened to my higher Holy Spirit self. And it's really, it's really a great way. It gives me a lot of opportunities not to judge because I can really see how I don't know what anything is for. So that's, and I really feel like I do get to hold the light and hopefully bring some comfort to these people that have, some of them have had really difficult pregnancies and difficult births and, you know, I'm hoping it's comforting to them at least to have a nurse that they can talk to about it and not just somebody that doesn't necessarily know the language and, I don't know, I just feel like I get to be really sincere and and yet I'm really grateful that I don't come home heartbroken every night too because some of his stories appear to be really sad, and I can just know that divine will is always perfect, and I don't have to know what everything is for. Yeah, but you were made for that job. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Linda. That was sweet. <laughs> it really well, does feel like it was... I'm sorry. I was just going to say, um, it's Miri. Refresh my memory. I've been missing it quite a few of the community calls. But what is your present job now? Um, I'm working at a birth injury law firm. So the only thing they do is birth injuries. But I am the referral administrator. So people from all over the country call in, quite often from California, actually, with um, just to call and see if they might have a lawsuit if they have um, a birth injury baby or child or, you know, some of them are older, so it depends on the statute of limitations. So it's just I get to use my nursing skills and my sales skills and my legal skills that I learned. So it really does feel like it's been custom made for me. So it's uh, it, it's 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, and there's 13 people that work there. And I've got to say it's amazing because so far it's been five weeks now. There's like no drama there as far as personal drama that I at least have been aware of. And it's just everybody just seems to really love their job and and it, it's just a great environment. And 
Um, you know, so so a lot of a lot of the cases are if somebody's born maybe with um, well, sometimes it is just pure negligence that you know for whatever whatever reason the baby was without oxygen, and and sometimes there are calls when it's been a full term pregnancy and they've lost the baby, and, and those have been kind of tough to take. Um, so things like that. So I just I take down all the medical information and then I have to send it to the attorney. And what's nice is because of the certified legal nurse consultant, that class that I took last year, that I was so upset about why did I take this class when I wasn't going to do anything for it and it was so expensive, blah, blah, blah. And now it's like it serves me perfect because I know a lot of the elements of the law where if it's going to be a lawsuit or not, because it can't just be causation. Just because somebody messes up doesn't mean that there's necessarily damages, you know, permanent. Even if you've gone through hell, it doesn't necessarily mean that you can sue somebody, you know. So I feel like I'm usually, and it's been like three or four times where I've been able to give my opinion, and between the three of us, it's, it's I have, they, they, I, I've been able to give reasons of, the, of why I thought that the case should either be accepted or referred out or closed. So it's it's really neat, and it's, it's neat that I get to, like I said, I get to talk to people from all over the country. So very interesting. And I had an, an experience where... Um, I, it, it's just I just feel like my my I'm just not as judgy as I used to be. I don't feel. I mean, I just feel like I just listen. And I mean, especially when people you know when they've lost a baby and the fetus only it's been 22 weeks and so that it you know the fetus really wasn't viable and yet these women are so sad sometimes you know and I can just sincerely say I am so sorry. You know, because I am. So that's what I'm doing these days. Thank well, you for beautiful, sharing. Thank yeah, thanks you. for sharing that. That's so beautiful. I'm so blessed to have somebody like you on the other end of the phone. That's for sure. Aww, thank you. You know, um, my partner, this is Chris, my partner was doing um, memorial plaques and there was a special one for for people who had lost um, babies and um, uh, not full, you know, not full term early. And they were so, I mean, you, you didn't realize the connection that you have. So there must be some soul connection in that, you know, there's, um, in the work that I have done with past life recall and that, um, they say that there is a soul connection and then there's an agreement and that, um, when souls are new and earth living, they just come in and touch and, um, and go out and that they get, get used to it. And then the next time they almost always come back to the same people. I can testify to that. Mhm. There's a um. It's it's interesting to think about, 
certain uh, possibilities and, and actually the love involved in the person accepting the um, that child for a short time and uh, in their but the problem is is they forget that they made that contract and it it then becomes difficult to to uh, deal with the loss. Yeah. Probably even if they remembered the contract, it would still be difficult to deal with the loss. Yes. Yeah, that's what. Oh, yeah. But I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. My um, sister, this is semi-related because my sister is, is teaching um, second graders who can't read to read, and she's very good at it. Uh, and she's getting all these kids who are, so many of them are, you know, from families that are not the choice that you would make if you were making a decision with a full mind, you know. And um, there's two of them especially that, that are she's having trouble with in uh, connecting to them. And uh, and uh, I want to put them on our prayer list that and and her too, and her because she doesn't like the she doesn't like doing it. She likes the results and seeing these kids. You know, she's just really got a way that she, she the teachers are amazed that she can teach them to read. And uh, but she's got two that have definitely have home problems in that that she can't get. They haven't they haven't gotten that little spark yet that gets them interested. So I just put her my Yvonne is her name Yvonne. Um, and all the kids that she that she comes in contact with is such, such an impressionable age, you know. And not not to be able to read is just stunts you for life, you know. I think we. I would like to just put a little shout out to Carla right now that we are thinking of her, and I know she. I believe she said she was visiting her brother this week, and I just want to pray that she's experiencing peace and love and harmony and joy. I just. I. I. I would just love to see her smiling and laughing and having fun. Amen to that. Amen to that. And also, I just feel led to just just to pray for Nancy and Erin, and if she listens later on, that she know how much that we love them both, and and we see them as perfect, whole, and complete. And we just pray that the lessons that are coming to them are gentle, as Chris yeah. loves to say, "Teach me gently." And we don't know what anything um, is for God, but we know it's for their good. Yeah. And if it's for their good, it's for all of our good. H- has anybody heard from Nancy? Because I haven't heard her on the call, and I put a, a telephone call in. She's supposed to visit me. And oh, she is. And, but she hasn't answered me. I've had the call, you know, I called the number that I have. 
and it sounded like the same recording, and I sent an email, and I questioned whether my, mine might have gone to the junk mail, but um, and I haven't heard her on a call for a long time. Let's so, just pray um, that. Double, double prayers, huh? Yeah. Relax, knowing she's perfect and all is well. And, and I was really looking forward to her coming. So I, I really, we enjoyed her so much when we all got together. It was nice. Oh, did you guys get together? She was down here last year. Uh, when oh, Laura I didn't know that. Maura, Nancy, and uh, Maura's friend, and Mary and I. And we oh, how lovely. A, a lunch and a dinner. It, it was it was really, hmm. really enjoyable. Yeah, it was, when, it was at the end of the uh, Mexican uh, Riviera whale trip. It was at the end of that seminar. And Moira and uh, Linda were traveling uh, in California, and they came down this way after the at the end of their trip. Oh, nice! Yeah. yeah. And then Nancy drove down. It was really fun. Yeah, it's, it's really like a nice. mini retreat. <laughs> it's nice when we can get together with our masterful living community face-to-face, it it feels so nourishing when we can do that. And I know um, that um, Philip is visiting Luke right now. Luke was his first prayer partner. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to hold them in prayer also that uh, they're having a joyful, enlightening time. Who's Philip visiting? Luke, he was he was in our class last year, but he's not in MLC two. Um, and okay. he's the one Linda that did the astrology stuff. Because I remember exactly. I wanted to do it and I never did. Yes, yes, yeah. Wasn't he from LA area? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't gotten to meet yeah. anybody in person yet, but I'm looking forward to when that. Well, if you're ever in San Diego this time of the year. <laughs> Isn't it any time of the year? It's beautiful there. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I was outside walking with, you know, and felt, wanted to take my shirt off, but I didn't have proper <laughs> undershirt on. So, yeah. Yeah, but not all times of the year Christmas here. And that makes yeah, it I'm, I'm, joyful. I thought it was nice that Jennifer, it was when I did, when I re-listened on Tuesday's call that she mentioned our, well, my question about the whole pain. Did you hear that part, Mary? No. What, what did she um, say? What was your she question? Said, she, well, she just she had just commented that on the on the community call we were talking about basically what's the reason for pain, and she said she just wanted to remind remind us that 
lesson 190 is that pain is a wrong perspective. Um, and basically to think about what perspective allows for this pain and what perspective does not allow for this pain. Am I going to write everybody that listened? I wrote, I wrote it down really quick. I can barely read my writing. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, yeah, lesson 190. I haven't looked at the lesson yet, but I was just, I was grateful she she gave us her thoughts on it. And like I said, it was towards the end of the call, so. Yeah, and I was sorry I missed it because I really wanted to talk about Testimony of Light because I started reading that book um, right before my dad passed away, and it was a real comfort to me um, reading that conversation between the two nuns and it, just imagining that, you know, that's that's what my dad's doing right now. He's <laughs> helping others and, um, you know, and learning himself and um, being able to expand his awareness and um, just the whole book was just beautiful and touching and um, it just felt like stuff that I believed for years <laughs> was already written in that book. It's interesting because I bought that book and I sent it back. And I usually never send books back. And it was, I think it was at the very beginning of the year when we found out what books we were going to be reading. And I tried to read it. And I just, I don't know, I don't think I was in the right place because now I totally want to read it again. <laughs> and I'm going to have to go rebuy it. But <laughs> I just, I wasn't, I don't think I was ready for it or something. Like, and yeah. Maybe I just didn't, you know, I, just like you said, Linda, with your dad, I'm sure it it really touched you so much. And, and I just, I don't know, I just wasn't ready at the time. But I'm so glad it brought you comfort. Yeah, thanks. And I, I feel like I've always been kind of interested in, you know, life after death or near-death experiences. Mm -hmm. um, just because, and like I said on Facebook, I don't remember any of this, but I, I stopped breathing and my heart stopped when I was an infant and my grandmother brought me back to life. And I always felt like, that had some kind of connection to why I felt so close to spirit even when I was very young and in my teen years and stuff. So oh. this gave me chills. Wow. And it also going back to um what you were talking about earlier, uh, you and Chris, the uh when I was in my late twenties, um we were going through um, fertility treatments. And so for several years, we were going through um, infertility treatments. And I um, finally did get pregnant, but it was tubal. And then I ended up having to have a full hysterectomy. And I felt that connection to that baby immediately, even before it was there. And I went into a really deep, dark place right after that. I had a lot of depression. And um, 
I had no, you know, I was like blaming God. (laughs) Why could you do this? You know, why would he do this to me kind of thing? But finally came around within the last probably 15 years or so to be grateful for that experience because, first of all, it brought my husband and I much closer, I think. And second of all, it helped me to understand why I came back from my own death as an infant because I would not have wanted to inflict that pain on my mother and father and my grandparents. You know, I just would not have wanted to inflict that pain that we had to go through when I lost that baby. So how far along were you, Linda? I had just found out. Um, I had just uh, taken a, a pregnancy test and found out that I was pregnant and um, had my first appointment, my first prenatal appointment scheduled. So I was only a few weeks in, but my my sister um, was going to go with me um, to my appointments because um, She's a lesbian and never had any desire to have children. And so I thought, you know, this will be, I want her to be able to experience this. And she went with me and um, so she was in the room with me and I'm up on the table and they're doing the sonogram and that's when they discovered that the pregnancy was in the fallopian tube. Hmm. And so um, it was, it was devastating because we had tried for years to get pregnant. That's why I always call my son my miracle baby because, you know, we had, like, just decided, well, maybe it's time we start trying to have kids. And I got pregnant right away, so I had no idea that would be even a problem. But but I've learned so much from that experience, even though to this day it's still painful to think about it. But now I can imagine, too, that my dad's taking care of her. Yeah. So that's really kind of cool. You know, in, in one, I know that book that Sally recommended about those, the, the birth, that we all come in with a birth plan and everything. And somebody said to me once, like, you know, sometimes when somebody's severely mentally and physically challenged, you know, it's like, they it just might be their turn to just not have any responsibilities in life this time around, you know. And that, that has brought me comfort, too, with some of these birth injuries. And, and yeah, it's even if, it's, if you just find out you're pregnant or if you're 40, you know, if you're full term, I mean, it's, it's – and what's so, I think, interesting about this job is – I have, at least in this lifetime, I have I've never had a desire to be pregnant. I don't have children. I couldn't stand OB in nursing school. <laughs> and here guy has placed me in this job. And it's just, it's, life is a funny thing, you know. Well, I can say that in the, um, the experience that I came to believe that that little soul contract was just to come into this world long enough to experience unconditional love and that was the only experience that she needed <laughs> and then she moved on so I'm grateful that right. I was able to do that and it's neat that you could see how 
you said when you when your grandma brought you back, it's like you could just see how you just couldn't do that to your parents right now. You know that that wasn't what you are here for. So so you you were you needed to fight to stay around. You know, and that's neat that that your little baby you just could give her that unconditional love. You know, that's yes. that's awesome. Oh, that gave me chills. Mm-hmm. And the work that I've done with, um, you know, past life recall and all that, mm-hmm. um, that you know, the the um, the astrological um, thing is at the point of birth, and so during the the uh, time that the, um, the that the pregnancy is going on, that there is a um, a soul watcher or a a baby watcher, and that the the soul that takes the child and takes that body is not necessarily the one that was the soul watcher, you know, was the the fetus watcher, but that it has uh, a watcher that that watches it. (laughs) And and, uh, the soul that finally takes it um, is committed like at birth. And that's when your astrological... Shines. Oh dear, I'm getting messages. I might call you back. I'll throw down. <laughs> you know, I was looking. I was. Um, I'm a member of the Circle of Atonement, <clears throat> and they have a new uh, homepage, and they're offering what. Uh, pretty good number of classes and they're offering one on um, healing and one on um, beyond death death and beyond something like that it's about death and dying and beyond and it's all according these are Course in Miracles teachers that have gone through the Course in Circle of Atonement's teaching program and it's um Anyhow, it's kind of exciting. I, I want to take. I feel like I want to take the death and beyond class, and also the um, the healing healing class. But it's um, I'm really excited to have the kind of restructured their their program. So you might want to check it out. I mean, it's it's pretty. Um, it's all Course in Miracles principles. That's what I like. And um, that's what's really really feeding me. <clears throat> and Chris uh, shared with me, she got the uh, the latest uh, Spring 2005 series with Jennifer and her classes. And the first one is with David Fishman and Jennifer. And it, it is just incredible. I mean, absolutely incredible. And he walks... Um, he walks you through, practically walks you through the whole book on everything that talks, not everything, but things that talk about healing. And it, it was really, really rich. And also, Where Jennifer do you get Beth, that at? Pardon? Was that, was that like on, from iTunes or something? No, Chris ordered it. You know, the CD, oh. the uh, eight classes, 16 CDs plus a bonus. Oh, okay. And, and now it's 2005? Um, 2015, the last, last oh, okay. spring, gotcha. 2015. Yeah. Chris is uh, 
boxes for all of them. And um, when she's out of town, she has them shipped to my place. So um, sometimes I listen to them before she does. <laughs> God bless her. But, uh, um, and there's another really good one on dissolving. Well, they're all good, but I'm like a commercial here. But dissolving anger. Um, it's towards the end. And the bonus is on healing your mind about your body. And that's mm. like a, a weekend seminar. And one of, the, one of the guys in my study group, he's been having some healing challenges, so we're going to do that. Um, we're going to study together on that healing your mind about your body CD. So I'm, I'm excited. I haven't listened to that one, but I listened to about 10 minutes of it. Oh, you'll love it, Mary. Is it good? Yeah. Do you have the series? Yeah, I have it on my computer. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was really That's good. That's the best place to have it. Yeah. So did you like did you like David Fishman's first CD? I did. I did. And I really enjoyed, um, I think it was Regina Don Akers she had on one of those, too. I enjoyed that as well. Speaking of CDs, um, Linda, I was going to ask you, um, actually on Facebook, but I think I'll just ask you now, do you think when you're done listening to those CDs of um, nonviolent communication, I mean, I can pay you, do you think you, I could borrow them and then I'll send them back? Sure. Is that fine? Yeah. You don't mind? No, not at all. Mm, cool. <laughs> Is that Rosenthal? Um, yeah, I think so. I haven't listened to him yet. I don't know what the heck I'm waiting for. <laughs> Rosenthal. Well, I think you're a little busy, aren't you? A, a little bit. And I uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but I got that job two days a week, so I start a week from Monday there. Oh, what job is this? Uh, I'll be working in the wellness department at our Whole Foods Cooperative. Oh, cool. Yep, just two days a week. What are you going to be doing? Um, just working in their wellness department, so I'll be um, helping people find um, vitamin supplements and um, skin and hair products that are all natural. And uh, I love people remedy. like you in that store. Yeah, very Me helpful. Me too. Cause you you go in there, and there's so many products. You don't know. Right. You, know you don't know which one's which. Yeah. Too many to choose from. Yeah. Yeah, this is our local uh, cooperative. It's not associated with Whole Foods, the chain. Oh. Yeah, they, they were called Whole Foods before Whole Foods, the chain existed. <laughs> so. But there is, I think there is a Whole Foods um, store, the chain one, um, in Cleveland, which is just a couple hours away from me. I've been wanting to check that out. So maybe one of these days. But anyways, I'm really excited because, um, you know, all the all the people that work there are into um, alternative thought processes, and um, I'll be able to teach more classes there. They're the ones that have the classroom that I've taught in before, and oh, good. So yeah, I think it's it's going to be a nice way to bring in a little extra income. I'm looking forward to it. Speaking of income, I just wanted to ask you guys, does anybody have a favorite affirmation of 
when it comes to money because the ego just been torturing me about, okay, yeah, you love this job, but it's not like you're making very much money. And I'm just like, oh, be quiet. God has brought me this far. <laughs> I know I don't, you know, it's like, really? Really? I need to worry about this now after two years of, you know? <laughs> so I would, I'm just, I mean, I've been saying, again, my favorite advice, I'm willing to just trust God. I I am willing to be in the flow of prosperity. I am. And I just wondered if anybody else had anything that I have forgotten, because I'm sure I've heard them, that they would like to share. Do you sit still and feel prosperous and see them acknowledging the value you are and them coming up with realizing that they, you know, know the value that you are? And um, I mean, I'm, I know they're going to get it. I have no doubt. But um, but just sit still. And okay, no, I have not done that. Yeah. That's the part. It's the feeling. You know, that's the trinity. Right. That the, um, the feeling is, is, you know, because you you look prosperous from your pictures. Aw, thanks. <laughs> and I, you, you know. Sound, you sound prosperous. Yeah. Yeah, it is not like, yeah. I, I mean, what tortures me is the future because right now, you know, uh, my bills are paid, I have money in the savings. I mean, everything is just fine. But what tortures you is the future? Okay. The future, yeah. you embrace your future with the loving realization that God is in his gentle hands caring for you. You are not <clears throat> the future. That's that's an affirmation you want to quit. Well, I think what she's trying to say, she's worried about it, and that's a negative use of our imagination. And we all understand why her mind goes there. I mean, she's totally happy in her job, and her ego's just trying to pick a fight. Right, oh. exactly. Because yeah, you're, you're happy, you're radiant, you're blossoming, right. you're blooming in your job. You're feeding your spirit. Right. Yeah, you're helping people. You manifested that incredible job. So you're, you know, you push your spirit out. This is where the vigilance, the absolute vigilance, the first inkling of fear, you jump into a visualization of prosperity. The very first, it's a trigger. Oh, that's where I'm supposed to think of prosperity now. And thank you for my you know, that knowing the first inkling of fear. <clears throat> I, I know these things. I, I just love that. I am, I am not interested in that thought anymore. Just always is the first thing that pops into my head. That's mm-hmm. right. That's true. And ask, yeah. ask for help. Ask for help. Get the help yeah. in there. Yeah. <clears throat> Whoever is the... You're right, Mary. You're right, Mary. I mean, it's when I think about it, it's like I did manifest this job. I mean, I feel with everybody else helping me with their prayers and everything, but it's just, it's so true. The ego does not want us to be happy. Nope. Hi, this is, uh, hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hi, uh, Linda, it's Bojana. I'm Hi, Bojana. How are you? 
I am uh, currently under the influence, so I sound a little bit like a motorboat. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, I don't know whether you are familiar with the little book on the violet flame by Patricia Kodorovic. In it, on page 70, she has a marvelous uh, process entitled Transmuting Poverty Consciousness. So it's what the individual whom I didn't recognize who just spoke about the fear of money and the future, uh, if that was just a blip, then there is uh, a prayer uh, one can use, uh, and then one can affirm the violet flame. Uh, would you all be interested in hearing it? Boshana, what page did you say it's on? Page 70. Yes, please. And this, is, page. and this is Leslie. What's the name of that book again? Because that is one that I don't have. It's that little book, right? The Small Book, The Violet Flame, God's Gift to Humanity by Patricia Robles. I'm sorry, say that again, the violet flame. The violet flame, God's gift to humanity. By Patricia Mm-hmm. Uh I'd be happy to read the prayer if you would, anybody is interested. I would love to hear it. Okay. We just center ourselves in the core of our hearts, breathing in the peace, breathing out the gratitude. And we pray, I am one with God. I am a being of radiant light. I am one with the energy and vibration that is the all-encompassing presence of God. I am one with the divine love that fills the universe with the glory of itself. I am one with every particle of light. I am one with the divine plan. I am one with the limitless flow of God's abundance. I am a force of the violet flame, more powerful than anything less than prosperity. I am a force of the violet flame, more powerful than anything less than prosperity. I am a force of the violet flame, more powerful than anything less than prosperity. I am free. I am free. I am free. I am eternally, financially free. Beloved, I am. 
I am who I am. I am that I am. It is done. And so it is. I acknowledge this with the full power and authority of the name in whom I have prayed. I know it is done. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Amen. We all get those lips, those ripples. Leslie, I, I would suggest that you get the replay of this, put it on your phone and mark that spot. And then just when you're feeling your feelings, because that does your visualization, that does, and it says everything that I feel is necessary mm-hmm. to heal, you know. I, I think yeah. I I may do I may do that myself, mm-hmm. but I, I there's different ones that different spots of the um, replays that I I have I go back to, and um, you know I can get them on my phone, so it makes it easy for me, easier. Yes. <clears throat> yeah, I think Jennifer. I'm almost positive Jennifer did a. Um, Patricia Clotorobles prayer or meditation for prosperity. Um, ooh, I'm thinking it was late last fall. It may have been late last fall, but I have yeah, listened to that several times. Mm-hmm. She's used quite a few out of this book. That one um, that Bojin has, has read. Um, Transmuting Poverty Consciousness on page 70. I've got that one marked in red. But I have to admit, I haven't read it. I haven't read it since. So <laughs> I'll pull this little book out and start start reading it again. Thank you for that. Yeah, I'm going to get it. I, because every time Jennifer's read it, I've loved it, you know. So, yeah. So, Jennifer, is there one that you pull out for health? Did she hear me? Uh, yes, I did. I'm reflecting. Uh, are you asking whether there's one I pull out from a Patricia's book? Yeah, well, or anywhere, because something like that, I mean, almost all of us have uh, uh, a challenging, uh, you know, health uh, issue. Yeah, I'm going through one right now. My son was here with my grandson. And for the first time, I've actually, my body is cleansing with the cold. Um, Let me just uh, continue your conversation. There is one book I, uh, one book I, would like to uh, look into. There is, yes, there is. 
Yes, there is. This uh, comes from the Ascended Master Teaching Foundation Songs and Decrees. Uh, but I would like to add that um, I have had some very, very good results uh, in Aurelia Jones's book uh, on healing uh, with requesting a miracle. Uh, I, I didn't, I was probably led to it because somehow I had some lingering doubts, <laughs> but my lingering doubts were dissolved. But I do very much like this brief one, and if you're interested, I can uh, share it with you. Yes, Would you like? Yes? Okay. Yes. So as we relax into the core of our being and we allow ourselves to receive that which we already are, All seeking ceases, and we simply receive from ourselves, and we pray, beloved, mighty, victorious I am present, Elohim of purity. Astraea, Arcturus, Diana, Elohim of Peace, Archangels Michael, Raphael, and Zaktion, O Goddess of Light, Kuan Yin, Ascended Master Jesus, Mother Mary, Lady Nada, Ascended Master Saint Germain, and all healing angels, I decree and I declare. I am the law of forgiveness for this condition and for all imperfection everywhere. I am the law of forgiveness for this condition and for all imperfection everywhere. I am the flame of resurrection, renewing now every atom of my four lower bodies. I am the flame of resurrection, renewing now every atom of my physical body, my etheric body, my mental body, and especially my emotional body. I am the healing flame now surging, surging through my four lower bodies, producing perfection. I am, I am the healing flame blazing now through my physical body, my etheric body, my mental body, and the largest of all, my emotional body 
producing renewal and perfection. Beloved joy flame, blaze and sweep the transmuting violet fire. Purify all the energy and substance of my four lower bodies. Flood forth ascended master light substance and golden healing. Current of energy. I am, I am, I am perfect health now made manifest. I am perfect health now made manifest. Visualize now a stream of golden healing current coming from the threefold flame in your heart, pouring to any areas which are asking for healing. See, feel, and visualize this golden light substance, unlocking any and all obstructions to the normal flow of light substance to the area in need of healing. I am the source of all. I am the power that answers every call. I am the doer of God's will. I am the divine plan and deed fulfilled. I am love, wisdom, and power. I am cosmic light in action every hour. I decree and declare, so be it, and so it is. In her most holy name, I am. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Sometimes I have found that one word resonates in me and helps. And sometimes I find that if I just let there be a flow, not always the same, not for myself and not for anyone with whom I might be praying. It changes. It's not a fixed formula. We're not the same. We're constantly changing. Some aspects are always in flux. 
Most important is what you sent me, Linda, is to give ourselves forgiveness and self-love. And forgiveness is the highest form, but I find... I asked myself this morning, what does it feel like to be self-loving? What would that really, really feel like? Not just saying, but feeling. Yeah, I think it's the feelings that bring us closer to what our deepest desires are. Very much so. But until we arrive at the place where we allow our hearts to take care of us consistently, we tend to bop back into our heads. Our world minds, because that's what we're so used to. And we feel safer there. It's an illusory safety. But still, we feel more in control. Watch what happens if you say to yourself, just for this moment, right here and right now, I will let my heart have its way with me. That was a phrase that came to me when I really started using the seven flames. And that's when I learned how to let go of control. So it's an ongoing process. So I don't mean to misrepresent. But that simple phrase, I will let the pink flame of love have its way with me. It didn't feel threatening. And I learned how to let go. Slowly, slowly, I learned how to let go. And now I'm learning how to say that to my heart. I will allow my heart to have its way with me. And today is a perfect day because I am not overflowing right now with energy. So it's easier. There is a gift in everything. Indeed there is. Mm-hmm. If we can find, if we are willing to say, everything that happens is a gift. It changes the current. We just keep saying, oh. My grandson's favorite expression is ayaya, which he 
exposed with three-year-old brio and vitality. Ay, ay, ay. Instead of saying, oh, holy crap, you can say, ay, ay, ay. Here's a gift. <laughs> Here's a gift. Ay, ay, ay. Here's another gift. I am the open door which nothing can close if I accept everything as a gift. And I'm willing to see the gift even if I don't see it immediately. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And I like to remember this is not happening to me, but it's happening for me. That mm. helps me put things in perspective. Mm. That's a very good focus. <laughs> well, we have about one minute left, so is there anybody that has a, a prayer request they would like to make before we end our call? Remember my sister Yvonne and her uh, students. Yes. Continue healing for Mary, healing my mind. I would ask for prayers to be able to allow my heart to lead at least for the remainder of the day. Well, I'm going to pray us out because I'm feeling moved to do so. (laughs) So I'm placing my hand on my heart. Taking in that deep breath of love and gratitude. So grateful for all of the sharing, all of the learning, all of the compassion, all of the joy that was in this call. So grateful that we are willing show up and to hold the space for our whole community. So grateful to know that our lives are unfolding just as we set it up to be before we even came in. And that it's all for our good. Everything is happening happening perfectly.
We're so grateful to Jennifer and everyone who works with her for setting up this community for us to share. And we're grateful for all other teachers, whether we know who they are or not. We're grateful for entire company of heaven supporting us in all areas of our life. And we're grateful that we can be the light of the world. That we're remembering that as who we really are. in deep and abiding gratitude. I accept, allow, and receive it. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Linda. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Guys, have Amen. a great week. Amen. Have a wonderful week. Much love, everyone. Love to all. Bye.